please, because I'll do backup. You're still the one. Still the one that I love. The oh, only one yes. I dream of. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Woo! To Back to Reality, the final episode of the first season. We made it. We're here. We fucking did it. Thank God. Did it. A slow march to the end. We did a double feature today, double a episode. Double episode as it record. Were, double header. Because we were so anxious to get this out to you and also to be done and finished and not to see each other for a few months. Stop. I didn't okay, <laughs> end it like that. So we start because we have so much <laughs> lot to, to fucking cover get here. through. Lot to cover. Um, it's episode 13. It's day 37, and we have a beautiful first shot of like some torches in the sand. Uh, the huge. And like a necklace and like, oh, it was really pretty. You had to be there. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's talking about what it means to them to be here and how fatigued they are and like what's happened. Sue says there are 60 hours and that's how she thinks of it instead of three days. Um, Math's hard. I don't know. Math is hard, especially in public. Rudy thinks that he's (laughs) lost 22 pounds and he looks old. Rich thinks (laughs) he's lost 30 pounds and he looks flabby. Uh, Kelly has bug bites. Sue is sleeping next to her enemy and uh, Rudy is excited to announce that the final four in the original Lions have made it to the final four, just like they said. You just blew through the intro. Wow. Because listen, we've got shit to talk about. I think the one thing you missed that I would add on to Mm. is the beautiful uh, extended previously on that we got just going through every single person and what they did and what they look like. And I'm very glad you didn't spill that wine all over my laptop right now. Um, and it ends up with Jeff Probst saying that this is the end of Survivor, the ultimate human experiment. Do you remember when he said that? I do. You wrote down what he said, so I saw you writing it. And well, that's you can't. What I don't read my notes Sorry. over my shoulder. Um, this is private. Also, something that we learned that I didn't know before is that Kelly stopped voting with the Alliance technically after Gretchen, which I had not known. Um, Sue, really? That's what Sue said. Thank is that you. real? Thank you, Ding. sir. We should we have say, a champagne we boy. We have a champagne helper. It is my roommate <laughs> pouring champagne yes, into our glass. Stop! <laughs> He's just wearing a banana hammock. That's it's it. And very tall socks. Very. <laughs> <laughs> with holes. Holes in the front. Such a fuck. I hate you. Oh, my God. If you want to open that up, I wouldn't say no. It's a wild party here. <laughs> okay. Love that music. So... Uh, <laughs> It's the last four yeah. in the alliance, and they get themselves some tree mail. Wait, also their thing. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm seeing under the line from which I wrote. Okay. Other things to of note in the beginning segment. So Kelly stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Sue doesn't appreciate Kelly's greediness, and Sue told Rich that she and Kelly were against Rich um, when they decided that maybe two episodes ago they're like we're gonna get him in the end, and Sue was like, yeah, let's dog this guy. Blah blah blah. blah. She told Rich that, and mm-hmm. Rich calls it cute, which was great. Now we have tree mail. So we should say first, this is not your average episode. The whole immunity reward immunity dichotomy does not exist, right? The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. From a great Kevin G. You know, I just put a I know fucking, you did. I know. Uh, mean girls drop in there. Uh, man. Should we just take a moment to talk about Lilo right now and how she's doing, or do we want to just just go right past she, that? No, let's dig into okay, it. Okay, cool. So That's I don't important. know if you've it's all been important. privy to those Instagram mm-hmm. videos of Lindsay Lohan. She now Lilo. has what we would call an indescribable accent, sort of transatlantic and also Euro trashy. Lindsay Lohan has now dyed her hair blonde again. Fine, do what you will. Yeah. She spends a lot of time with Turkey, is a big fan of Erdogan, and I have a lot of problems with that, but it's also Lindsay Lohan. She also came to Harvey Weinstein's defense. We have a lot of things that we could talk uh-huh. about if this were a podcast about Lindsay Lohan, and it Jordan might... was as informed as I am, apparently. But mm-hmm. I know these things that you're saying, too. I also know them, but I'm just allowed. <laughs> I'm just going <clears> to... <throat> Any... Tree So, Tree Mail. It's an ode to the fallen comrades. And uh, come to the next challenge with your bags packed. They get like a stack full of Polaroids Mm -hmm. of the uh, people that have gone. Sort of like digitals you take when you first go out for like a go-see for modeling. Mm -hmm. They do like just against a blank wall and them smiling or not smiling or whatever. Um, Yeah. 
And so the intimation there or the clue that they're given is that maybe they'll have questions about their former castmates. Yeah. Come with your bags packed. Bitch. Bitch. So they actually, they march up to tribal council. Straight into tribal council number one. The first of this episode. Yes. So there are two immunity challenges left is what we are told. Mm -hmm. But for this one, you have 10 questions, one point each, and uh, all the survivors will be quizzed on trivia or small little things to know about the other players, where you grew up, et cetera, et cetera. And at the very end, directly after this game, whoever wins gets immunity and then everybody else has to vote someone out. Mm -hmm. So the name of this quiz is... Fallen comrades. First question. Who got the first vote at Tribal Council? Did you know this? Did you know this? I didn't. Stacy? I didn't know the answers to any of these. I tried to guess. Oh, I knew the answer for a few of them, but this one I I didn't know. I thought it was Stacy. It was Stacy. It was Stacy. Cool. Yeah. Um, Did you mark down who got water now? I start to later on when it matters. Cool. So we don't know. Let's assume they all got there except for Rudy. Um, Rudy's actually richest. Well. Anyways, anyway. Treasure Island Relay. That's the question for number two. So you have to name the person that did each leg of the relay. So the first leg is swimming. Second leg leg is the bridge, balance bridge thing. Mm-hmm. And then paddling, then running, and then digging. Digging was sort of a trick question because there were two people involved. I got really lost. It was Colleen, <laughs> then Greg, then Joel, then Jervis, and then whatever. It doesn't matter. I think some people So they were talking right. about the gong. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it was like Gretchen... Jenna or something. Um, third question is, whose shirt is this? And oh, Rudy yeah, he smells just it. holds up a shirt. <laughs> and they're like, well, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people without their clothes on. And Rudy's relying a of- on a baser instinct. <laughs> <laughs> he really is blacked out from the rest of this competition. Yeah, he, he really, he's lost it, man. Just like he didn't know any of the questions in the last immunity challenge. It's the same thing. <laughs> just be like, I What do you know. do with a snake when it bites you in the woods and it calls you a dick? <laughs> I don't know. Remember that question? Oh, yeah. I I forgot. It was about folklore. Oh, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Question four. What state is Jervis from? Oh, Um, man. I fucked this one up Jordan went straight to Pennsylvania. I think he lives in Philly now. Yeah. He's originally from New Jersey. And the answer is from New Jersey. Go Mets? Question mark. I don't know sports. Go Devils. No. Is that hockey? Yeah. Mm. Who's blue bandana is this? (laughs) Another smelling challenge. Another smelling challenge. (laughs) And we don't know who got it right or who got it wrong. It was Greg, but uh, Kelly and Sue at this point are tied three for three. So you're already seeing that Kelly and Sue are the front runners. Uh, Question six. What are the name of these two girls? And there's a picture of two blonde girls. And immediately I was like, Sabrina and Sadie. Because... I didn't even see the picture of the girls, and if I did, it would... Because uh, they didn't say no. outright that they were Jenna's kids, yeah. because that would have been an easier clue, because no one else got it but Kelly, and she also put in their middle names, and I was like, that's a bit in much. A, in a final power play, Ooh. she goes, these are their first and middle names. Jesus. Well, so that really kind of solidified things for her and Jenna, I believe. Yeah. Um, What three items did but Pagong bring to Tagi? But she takes the lead on that one. She yeah. takes the lead with four. And then when they switched beaches, what three items? And I think it was like a mosquito net, a cooking pot, and then... I don't know, bad attitudes. Bad attitudes, yep. Uh, Um, Crushing loneliness is what they brought with them. What two Pagong members did not compete in the obstacle course, Jordan? It was Jervis and Colleen. Uh, Rich, at this point, (laughs) has only answered two questions of eight, right? Uh, And I believe Kelly now has six. Out of eight. Okay. Out of eight. Um, this question is directed for you, Jordan. I want you to tell okay. me without looking at your notes. Okay, I won't. Sean was the chief resident of okay. what hospital department? Nipple ring. Mm. I'm going to give you a second chance okay. here. Okay, come at me again. Mm. What department was he the chief resident in a mm-hmm. hospital that he works at, allegedly? Big salad. One more time. Okay, So, one more. chief, think of it. White okay. coat, yeah. in charge of a bunch of interns, uh-huh. walking around the hospital. Uh-huh. To the Jerry Seinfeld music. Yeah. And he's in charge uh-huh. of observation comedy. Um, we're, sorry, okay. I can't get it right. <laughs> so sorry. It was, I wrote it down. It's oh. actually, and you know, it, this is a hard one. <laughs> I mean. Neurologist. I didn't even check the spelling for people. 
I didn't even want to. It's a neurologist. Neurologist. Neurology. Which um, is unfortunately. Where? What type of hospital? Anyways. Un- what hospital would let him be the head of neurology? <laughs> I watch Grey's Anatomy and they seem very much he more is, qualified he than is, he is. He uh, is. He uh, is. I was going to say attractive enough to be a Grey's Anatomy hospital employee. Question but 10. The nipple ring. List kills the survivors voted off Pagong in order. Didn't even bother to write that one down. What I did write is that Sue and Kelly are tied for first place. Mm-hmm. So they have a tiebreaker question. The one that's going to stump them all because honestly, what is Sonia's last name? Bleeder. Hmm. Sonia, Sonia ukulele. Cat Stevens. <laughs> Sonia Islam. Oh my God. So her last name is Christopher. <laughs> and Kelly knew that. And also, yeah, and wins. And Kelly wins. And then it's voting time. And it really, I think, comes down to Richard because Rudy doesn't vote. Yeah. So they go straight mind. from this. They put the necklace on Kelly. And then they're like, all right, let's vote. It's very jarring. This whole the pace of this episode is intense. Right. It's so great. If you if you're Rudy, you're a dude that sticks by his word, and there's another dude next to you named Rich, and you said you'd go to the final two. Uh-huh. So obviously you're voting for Sue because you can't vote for Kelly, right? Yeah. So we all yeah. knew that. So there's automatically something for Sue, and then Rich is automatically going to vote for Sue because why would he throw away someone that just votes unconsciously with him? And so it comes down to Rudy's voted for Sue, Kelly's voted for Rich, Sue's voted for Rich, and Rich votes for Sue. So it's another It's a tie. tie. And they do a tiebreaker. Those of you who watch Survivor would know usually a tiebreaker is broken by what they'd call a trial by fire, which is see who can make a Set fire their other fastest. Opponent. Yes. Make a fire with wood. With wood with and wood. sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't get to that yet at season one no right oh. now they have rich and sue sit out because their votes effectively cancel each other out and then um kelly and rudy vote again obviously rudy doesn't change the fuck out of what he was gonna vote because why this is the stupidest fucking tiebreaker idea ever because they're like sue rich make your case but somehow yeah them just like talking makes Kelly flip. I don't know why. I don't know if I believe that. I feel like Kelly's like, I'm so fucking tired of being here. I don't want to see what the next non-starter idea they have to break a tie is. That's the explanation you could put for pretty much everything she does this episode is I'm so fucking tired of being here. So she she flips her vote. Yeah. And we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, And she votes for Sue. Which both of us, while we were watching, oh, this is why Sue's so upset. But really, in the end, it's not that. Sue's upset for something way early on. <clears throat> Sue's upset for no reason. Yeah. Sue's mad. Um, Kelly does look very regretful about what she's done. I don't understand but- why she just didn't do it again. Why didn't she just, like, fucking, she's like, yeah, and again, for Richard. And then just keep Throw on like... Throw it back at the producers. Be like, what do you got next? I'm just going to keep voting like this. What the fuck do you want me to do? They're like, well, then we're going to knock you out and take all of your blood. And then you'll be super dehydrated and without blood. First one to die from lack of blood <laughs> wins immunity. Sue is a happy angry as she leaves. Um, and Kelly happy knows that angry. she's fucked up. That's exactly what I wrote down. She's like super happy angry. She's like, well, I knew I was going to go. <laughs> Look at my thing. It's already snuffed out by the wind. I have a fucking collection of knives at home and I yeah. don't even know how. She looked like someone that was about to shoot things. up someplace, which was rough. Yeah, she um, is pretty much. So then Jeff's like, go on back to camp. They're like, well, fuck you. <laughs> Great. Why can't we just stay here if all we're going to be doing is coming back? He's here? like, hey, get a good night's sleep. We got to get that uh, B-roll. Wink, wink. We got something planned for you tomorrow. Day 38, 4 a.m. <laughs> Jeff shows up noticeably already dismounted from the boat. Yeah, you get a shot of him on the boat and then a shot of him walking on the beach because you know he <laughs> fell off the boat again. You know he fell off the I'm, boat again uh, and they had to cut it out because they. I think he just got weak <laughs> ankles. Like, it looks like he's not. Um, anyway, so he wakes up the tribe and he's like, put on something comfortable, like really sexy, but like I, that I'm not going to spend time doing right now because there's a lot to cover in this uh-huh. fucking episode. Yeah. And there's a sunrise time lapse. And then they go to another immunity challenge. So he sits them down on the beach at sunrise. Um, 
and basically uh, tells them that they've got a little something special planned for them. They're calling it the final rite of passage. It's A Walk Among the Torches starring Liam Neeson. Ah. Did you see that movie? A walk no, I'm glad you spent a really long time no, looking for that I joke. I wasn't in your looking for the joke. I thought that I had, <laughs> fuck you, man. Every uh, so they have I never to walk saw, through I know some palm fronds with native chanting, which is basically loosely, exactly sand, translated to sand. Sandoval is what sandbar. they're saying. Sandbar. They're like sandbar. Sandbar. I don't know. And then they're hit with a bunch of plants, and then they have to walk barefoot uh, through the torches of their fallen heroes while the camera. First, they got to mud up. Oh, you're right. Remember, they put the they put the mud back on. on. Then they go to the torches and stand there for about thirty seconds while we do a quick cut to like some slow motion of somebody like eating rice, Mm -hmm. and then they do a Tony Robbins retreat, walk barefoot (laughs) on a fire pit, (laughs) and then. and I thought to myself, you know, maybe with the hunger and the lack of sleep that this is a transformative experience for them where they're like, I'm going to let go of everything, my uh, bowels, my demons, what have you. Um, I'm still laughing from the fucking Tony Robbins. I listened to a bit of a, he has a podcast and I started listening to it and I unfortunately started listening to the one that was about like relationships. And so this He's woman He's like, you just got to be the lion. Li- kind of. This man's like, listen, you I think her husband like had some degenerative de- degenerative disease or something. And you she can't had to- get your dick up because you got to roar. <laughs> and she had to take care of the household. And then he was oh like, well, then you're acting like a masculine, right? And you got to be a feminine. You're not, you got to be what you got to be. She's like, yes, Tony, I've always been a feminine. I was like, you've paid your bills before your husband, right? She's like, yeah. So like h- half of it, I was mm-hmm. like, I can understand. But the verbiage was like slightly offensive to me. So... Now, Rudy yeah. walks through the fire pit like nothing. And the then the others do as fire well. Pit also, because I feel also. like, yeah, maybe the center part was not actually lit and the embers weren't burning and they put some like brightly sparkly colored orange paint on some coals. They and were straight like, up spread all the coals to the side and left like a couple embers yeah. in the middle. It was dumb. Power move that Richard missed walking on the sides that was on Should fire. Should have done it. <laughs> right. I don't even mind. It's strange. I don't need my feet. It's strange to me that some people wouldn't choose to walk in the fire. (laughs) But that's just me. I really can't speak for them. Immunity (laughs) challenge is at the end of this walk of nostalgia, and they have to keep their hands on the immunity idol, just one hand at a time, and they're sort of standing on stumps, and uh, that's basically what it is. And then you have a time lapse, and Jeff comes to check in with them. So let's break down the players. You have a young, sprightly, 22-year-old woman with a mind of steel, except maybe not when it comes to her conscience. You have mind a man- of steel except for her conscience. <laughs> okay, well- That's a valid well, point! It is. Then no, you have right. Richard, who lacks a mind of steel- um, but is unscrupulous. He will do what it takes. Yeah, to except win. when it comes to oranges. And then there's Rudy, who just didn't expect to be there. <laughs> Rudy, <laughs> Rudy. Like, Rudy, I don't know why I'm touching this lady carved out of wood. Um, yeah. So after the first hour, they bring up Rudy's wife, Marge, and Jeff sort of like saunters over, and I do believe he has like a deep V in his khaki shirt, and he's like what would your wife say, blah, 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 about what you're doing? He's like, wow, she probably shake her head and walk away like she always does. And at first I was like, oh, that doesn't sound great. But then Kelly mentioned <laughs> that <laughs> she also is one that like goes skydiving with him and does well, all the his next midlife thing, crisis Well, the next thing. thing that Jeff says is something along the lines of, well, do you think if she were in your position, she'd be doing this? Oh, right. He says, ah, she'll do whatever I tell her to do. Yeah. And she's, yeah, that was yeah if I told her to. <laughs> huh. And then he kind of. That's ba- marriage. He knows he said something bad. He goes, I'd just probably, you know, tell her it was a lot of fun. And then she'd want to do it. And I'm like, did he That's, say that? Yeah. <laughs> he tried to backtrack All and right. it didn't work. But yeah, then Kelly came and saved him uh, with a comment about skydiving. And then. Yeah, because Rudy's wife skydives also, homesteader, homestead wife. What is the noise that she's making? She's skydiving. She's falling from, (laughs) no, this is, this is the, she's at, because the first dive is a buddy dive, right? And the guy on her back's like, all right, we're going to jump out this plane in three, two. And she's like, I don't understand why (laughs) we have to wait. And she jumps out. (laughs) And the guy's Rudy. like, whoa, wasn't ready, whoa. 
And she's like, this is a lot of fun. No, she's completely silent until, <laughs> until they get to the ground. Which goes, the, okay. The ruffles on her high, on her like turtleneck on her prairie, dress. Like, like, and her, and her, she's wearing a modestly yes. like high collar dress with the puff sleeves. And she's silent the whole way down. And then when she lands, she goes, well, I don't see what all the fuss is about. It seems to me like that's just any old thing. I have a roast in the oven. <laughs> she just I have to get back to churn the butter before it curdles. <laughs> I don't know anything about homesteading, so, obviously. <laughs> you're painting a picture that is exactly like it was. <laughs> I'll tell you as the authority. Um, and then Jeff goes to Kelly. He's like, do you know Rudy's wife's name? And she goes, yeah, her name's Marge. And then Rich goes, well, I didn't even know that. Which has been the common theme of him not knowing anything about anyone. And Rudy looks speaks. at him and is like, yeah, it's because I'd never tell you the name of my wife in you a homo. million years, you damn naked homo. I'll shake your hand here, but after this, never want to see your damn face again. It gets real weird towards the <laughs> <It> end. <does. laughs> um, and then we check back in at 90 minutes, an hour 30. He comes back with orange slices and tries to entice people. I mean, of all the foods that they've had thus far, What? Orange slices is the weakest <laughs> fucking bait. Like, he's like, ever. smell it. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever been like walking into a place and be like, mm, the aroma of orange slices. Unless I was like dehydrated from like a little person. Uh, a little person? Game. <laughs> yes. They're very. You mean child soccer no. game? <laughs> you mean a, a little soccer person game soccer full game. of little people? Yes. It is very, <laughs> very stressful. And I always need an orange slice after it. Now, oh, God. two hours and 30 minutes in, <laughs> Richard decides to give a speech. And he says, I hope oh. you recognize what I've done to get here. Um, I want to outlast Kelly, so it doesn't mean I'm losing. And then he steps off his stump and then continues to talk about the strategy. And it literally means quitting. nothing. The strategy of quitting. Yeah, he just wanted orange slices. <laughs> That's fine. A just man say that. with an iron will. Except for orange He's slices. Like, I knew I wasn't going to win against Kelly. And I was like, why? You're holding a hand. You're standing up and you're holding a hand on the idol. Like, that's anybody's game. Honestly. Unless you have no, like, F I think he. To play mm. devil's advocate, I feel like Rich is thinking oh, about it from a devil's <laughs> producer's standpoint. And he's like, we're going to be here for a couple days. Well, then they switch if it up and the they're challenge. like, yeah, we're all going to walk around or you're going to have to switch hands. Or well, do that's, whatever else. that's the fatal flaw for Rudy is because Rudy is a very forgetful old man. Yeah. At around three hours, <laughs> Jeff comes back with lemon water. I'm like, did you waste all of your budget? Even if it was fucking tang, it would be better than lemon water at this point. They, yeah, they wasted all their budget airlifting air that one piece of single pizza. piece of pizza Fuck. three episodes ago um but he comes back Ugh. in with the lemon water and he tells them to step down from the logs and that they're going to switch places now every 30 minutes so three hours and 30 minutes comes and they're rehashing sort of like the thing about sue and that's all i wrote in my notes because i didn't really care and then four hours happen and um jeff is talking to rich and he's like the alliance <laughs> is out of your hands you realize that right you stepped off and now You've got nothing. <laughs> and he starts asking Rudy, like, what do you think about Rich quitting like that? And Rudy's like, yeah, it should be me down there. Yeah, I ought to be sitting or whatever. Like, he, he tells Rich, he's like, you left Rudy out to dry. Now he has to be the one to finish this in the hot sun. I was like, what has Rudy done this entire time that he was enmeshed with Rich, though? Ben old. Exactly. He's and ben Rudy's old. acting like Rich owes him something for the loyalty that he has. Whereas I believe that if he wasn't aligned with Rich, he would have been loyal to anyone else that he had sort of attached himself to, to do nothing. Fuck that, man. So, at then, around what? It's it's around that. It's around four hours. Yeah. They switch again, and then Rudy takes his hand off the idol to move, like and he Rudy tries to play it off for a second, down and takes his hand off, and then quickly puts it back on. And Kelly goes, "He took his hand off." Like no one was gonna notice it, which I totally appreciate. Yeah. I'm like, they could have just. Yeah. Continued and Jeff's on. like, uh, yeah, uh, she's right. Guess that's it. <laughs> Guess that's it. Day thirty-eight. Kelly has immunity. It's ba immediately into tribal council from yep. this. Um, and since there's only three and one of them has immunity, Jeff explains that only one person will be voting. Yeah, Kelly. And it's Kelly. 
And he says, let's look at the factors that come into play. Says a bunch of things. Or it's not about the best person. It's about who played the game best, which all these things really mean nothing. And there's no definitive uh, translation or definition, rather. Um, And then he says something about it comes down to relationships. I think this is like the main issue with this first season is nobody knows how to quantify the best gameplay or the person that deserves or should win survivor like who makes the best survivor nobody knows what that means Mm -hmm. um kelly's won five challenges in a row and i just wanted to point that out and when she gets up to vote she writes that shit down right quick like really quickly um makes no sense to me she and rudy is out rudy Mm -hmm. And I don't know why you would pick Rudy. Like, I think she thinks that um, Rich is much more unlikable. So the thing that makes me question her decision is that she knows Rich from the inside of the Alliance. Mm -hmm. Most of the people on the jury know Rich from the outside of the Alliance. Sure. She has had very bad experiences with Rich. Most people know him as being a bit duplicitous, but all in all, an agreeable person who fed them for a very long time. I think it comes down to the definition again. She's working off, as we see later on, She's her argument is based upon who is the better person, who's the most likable, who's it's most so popular. stupid, though. I know it's, it's so dumb, stupid. but she thinks that because of the way that he played the game, that he's going to be unlikable and like horrible regardless. So Rudy's out, <laughs> yeah. and then all the members uh, of the jury get to ask one question. Well, no, this is, you get another day before that Yeah, but happens. tomorrow they have to come back and see what it is, which I think is unfair that they need to go back for one last day to that horrible camp, but... Yeah, they get one more day on the beach, and they're just so by themselves like can you imagine being on that place for the last time in 39 days Mm -hmm. and it's just two people well then what they do is they burn everything in their camp which sounds like a very alex thing to do so i would be happy to go back and burn an entire camp down um and then kelly asks the very unprompted question to rich of what will you miss the most and richard says that he misses the quiet moments of natural beauty which is um, the sunsets, the stars, I the moments of Rich quiet for, where I remember still playing I'm, the game no matter what. God, he's no good matter at that. fucking what. He's good at that. Um, and then they have two differing opinions about what tomorrow will hold. Kelly's pretty much sure that it's going to be a firing squad, which mm-hmm. always trust a woman's intuition. I will say this again and again and again. And I will say this. I think Richard knows exactly what's going to yeah. happen. He's and like, just most says people aren't that different. vindictive. I think it'll be a fun time. And I was like, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, right, Richard. Keep that. Why does he sound like a musical theater version of a Nazi in Sound of Music? Do you know what he I mean? There's does. like a certain cadence. Oh, my like, God. Yes, that's such a good Liesl, read. I feel that. Blah, 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 blah. And then sings like 16 <laughs> going on 17. And that's the oh, end of it. Man. Ugh. Day 38. You got to every one of those jokes before I could. That Thank was you. so fast. Ugh. Kelly has immunity and keep. <laughs> nope. I'm going backwards. I wrote backwards today. Sorry about that. Um, Last tribal council, y'all. Here we are. Yeah. Jeff gives a little speech. Mm-hmm. And he is so proud of everyone. But. <laughs> but we're here to do something. Yes. The second, <laughs> the runner up will get $100,000. And the winner will get, surprise, this is a curveball. Yeah, we didn't even know this. Us. They we get didn't know. Pontiac Aztec. Pontiac Aztec. Pont, I think it's like French. So if you. Pontiac. 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 Aztec. That was like Japanese at the end there. It's really good. <laughs> bon. <laughs> this is so dumb. Bon tiak. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. And then it goes Aztec at the end. Yeah, it's a and Pontiac. One, <laughs> and one million dollars. Which is like nothing compared to a Pontiac Aztec, if you I ask mean, me. Think about how many more Pontiac Aztecs you could buy with one million dollars. <laughs> and the hanger you could put them in. Oh, my God. What <laughs> Rich is gonna buy a hanger to fill with Pontiac Aztecs. I hope so. Um, 
Jeff says you played the game. Who played the game? No, fuck that. I don't know he what he said. said. Uh, <laughs> listen, guys. Hey, the, if hey we, guys. Hey guys. It's me, <laughs> your best friend, Jeff hey, Probst. It's Hefe. Uh, if we were judging this contest on the sweetest, it would probably be Sonia or Gretchen. If we were judging it on the most athletic, it would probably be Joel or Jervis. If we were voting for best, best dressed, <laughs> yes, it would probably. If we were voting for best legs, it would probably Colleen. be Colleen's maggot-infested. Gams. Oh, do you remember when those bugs were living inside of her open wounds on her legs? Oh, God, mm, what so a treat! Sad. Um. But that's not what we're here to do tonight. We're here to vote on who played the game of Survivor the best. And then he says, nothing. which means nothing at this point. He says, all right. Hey, guys. Richard. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. It's time for opening remarks. And from here on out, it's like a fucking courtroom drama. It was. Very entertaining. It was very <laughs> it was entertaining. So it was very. I was like, "This is the moment I've been waiting for this entire season." Oh, yeah, so exactly. Fucking tiresome. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly Mexican standoff in the graveyard. You know, this was. This no? was like Cool Hand Luke with the egg eating scene. You're like, oh, can there be more? Yes, yes can there, there is more? more. This so, was like Jurassic Park for when Chris. I didn't. This see was it. like I this movie. movie. Do you what space? Oh, fuck. What was it called? Space Jam. No, the movie mm-hmm. where they go to another planet and there were giant insects everywhere. Space Starship Academy. Troopers. Stars. This. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is exactly like that. How so? And so Kelly starts with the opening <laughs> remarks. <laughs> and uh, here are the footnotes. Kelly basically starts off by saying that she's not a politician, okay? She's not here to campaign for herself, and she hoped that they can let go whatever, like, grudges or betrayals they think or feel in a valid sense. She was very wishy-washy about that. Uh-huh. Uh, she hopes they can let them go and hopes that they're being judged on... What did I write? I don't know, man. I'm not and reading your on, <laughs> <laughs> on who they are as people. Mm-hmm. And how well they got to know each other, and she hopes that the better person will win. Yeah, she makes a little statement at the end. Said, "I knew about you guys because I cared, not because I thought I was going to be quizzed." Right. Two Even though I eased it. Yeah. Conversely, exactly. Richard says, "Yo, it's not about being a good person. It's about gameplay." <laughs> and I had a strategy before I even walked into this motherfucking game. He like I thought about this it before. Off by saying. Um, I would disagree with Kelly completely. Uh, I don't think any of you know me mm-hmm. and I don't think you know Kelly and yes, I don't think girl. I know any of you. Yep. I don't think that's what this was about. No. <laughs> His so... whole thing was like, this is about who played the game better. And I think I played the game better openly and outwardly. You all knew that I was a conniving little bitch boy. And yet and, here I am. And here I am. And so that and was none his, of you could stop I was me. so much stronger than hers. And like I had such a bad feeling about at, I just at opening remarks. It was stronger and it just goes downhill for her. From yeah, because then we started the questioning. And first we have Jervis. So Jervis asks, I love if Jervis. If you could go back, do it all again, what would you change? Rich says that the main thing that he would change is not getting too comfortable in believing people. He said that he should have been on his toes for the majority of it because he'd been burned by people backstabbing or doing sub-alliances or whatever it was. And he says, like, I just got too comfortable and I need to be more alert, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelly says... <clears throat> yeah, here we go. That she wouldn't have joined the alliance because of all her moral shit and she didn't Which like means strategic she votes. would not have been there. Right? Why didn't she just own it? She's like, I joined the alliance. And then I also double timed, triple timed, uh, ran train on, yeah, yeah, ran on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like if she had just owned that. But I, I do honestly feel like there's some veracity to the comments. Like she actually, you could see throughout the episodes that she wasn't feeling good about mm-hmm. it. But it's almost on. like she stumbled into that place. What do you mean? It's almost like she lucked out in the beginning by getting put in Toggy and becoming friends with Sue. Mm. And now because of that little moment, here she is. I guess, but I think she made the most of it. 
That might have she been her starting post. She did I make the most of it. I think that she played the game it. really well. But anyways, um, next is Jenna, who asked. Uh, if there were someone there sitting in those seats other than you, who would it be? Rich goes, gosh, gosh, what a good, what a wow, what a wild question. Um, yeah, Rich always makes a point of commenting on the person's question first. Which and is a great strategy an that you are taught if you're major, autistic or sociopathic. Major to be like, fucking. Or trying to yeah. get something out of somebody. Immediately it's you like compliment what they're. Training. It's, it's so good. Training. So it is, um, he said, I, I, the two people. First is uh, Rudy would be here because early in the alliance, uh, he and I had made a pact that the two of us would go together, and I admire his integrity and his loyalty. <coughs> Bless you. And then he said, Greg, because we had one conversation, mm-hmm. and I sort of got the feeling that he was going to be my biggest competition and that he was going to be like <clears throat> making some big moves. I never got to see them, but like, you know. So for Rich, this is a perfect setup for him to single votes out. Yes. And he does yes. it. Yes. He says, I know Rudy's going to vote for me, so I'm going to. Show everyone that I'm staying loyal, loyal to the person that I've always been and loyal to. And then swing vote, and crazy vote. And then I vote. think I'm yeah. going to play for swing vote. He's so fucking good at this. Yeah, and it's not without some shred of truth as well. No, That's how good he is he as a liar. That's amazing. Um, uh, Kelly, on the other hand, yeah. chooses Sonia and Gretchen. And she says, I Two really admire these. aren't there. Right. I re- right. Two people who are not on in the continent anymore i really admire these women who are strong and of honest character and i was like you can write them a nice note on some nice stationery and send it to them wherever the fuck they are in like oklahoma or san francisco i don't give a shit why in the war why 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 (sighs) why yeah why next up is sean who uh surprise has no questions (laughs) <laughs> he says uh, uh, he says to Kelly, <laughs> Kelly that he admires how capable that she is uh, and that she and Sue basically kept the camp afloat which fair he says to Rich congratulations and also that he appreciated all of the constructive criticism that he was given about himself as a person throughout their time together because it really helped him out and also don't forget I loved your fat naked fag idea. And uh, fat naked fag with a million dollars is even funnier. Next up's Colleen. And uh, she has some petty points to redeem at this tribal council. Um, And so her question is what? What three character traits does it take to be where you are? So Kelly goes first and she says, well. She goes what? To be where I am. She goes what? She goes first. She goes first. Firth. First. Colin Firth? Or? Colin First. Um, so go. Kelly goes first, and she says, um, if I didn't have my faith, I uh, wouldn't be here. Tammy Taylor? Yes, Coming back for the final episode of the first season? Feels good to be the coach. <laughs> you can't bring a wet mule around a hot corn oven. <laughs> Julie! <laughs> Julie! Um, <laughs> something about football. Um, so she says faith, and that faith to get her through... Etc. Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna spend time on this. It's so dumb. No, Jordan. Just because you're an atheist doesn't mean that everyone else's no, faith not, is not valid. It's not. She has none. She's a little hippie girl from Las Vegas she dating Todd. She does have faith. She just said it. <sighs> Did she it's not? It's a complete pander answer in a in a, in a blatant pander. I answer. think Kelly's operating from a place right now where she's of actually. Faith. Yeah, where she's actually just saying the things that she wants to say and she's trying to be very honest and it sounds like murky as fuck, but I think that's what she's doing. I'm not She is murky as fuck. She's not right trying now. to win like Rich is trying to win. She's already given up. She thinks that it's out of her hands, but yeah. it's not even though she Anyway, coming from a real weird place. Yeah. Yeah. So faith, she said, and then she also said strong will mm-hmm. and a tinge of likability. The last two I completely agree with. I think faith and strong will are probably connected. The faith to continue on and the resilience to do so. Um, Rich says Mm. self-awareness, observation, in which Colleen interjects and is like, I'm 
sorry. <laughs> Observation. You didn't. You didn't do so good on that last. So good game that we did. Exactly. That's that's the yeah, first thing I thought of no, when she said I you know. didn't do so good. I was like, oh well. Um, Superman does good. You do well. There it is. Um, and so. But he was very measured and like calm with that. And he was like, well, what I mean to say. <laughs> he and said, no, no, you're right. I but like, I would argue that <laughs> man, oh it's man. a different type of observation yeah. that I'm speaking about. So he had to then go back and explain. He's like, my self-awareness. And by that, I meant an understanding of self and my capabilities in this game and what I would have to do and what I would have to lose in terms of integrity and sacrifice my own convictions to move forward in the game. And with observation, it was observing relationships between people, not observing f- observing friendships or like small uh trivia answers to like what's somebody's favorite color he's like i was looking at what people were here for and what they were doing and who was going off and plotting and who was planning things who was trustworthy exactly and i was like fair for fair i think i'm richard um and then he said ethics and he says that i think i played ethically clean and that it was pretty much Full frontal in my approach of um, thank you, nice. thank you. Um, showing that I was here to play a game and that I was working from strategy from the very first episode. And then, of course, cleverly he puts in without naming names. He said, "If you undermine yourself along the way, then you're kind of fucked. Nobody's going to be able to trust you if you flip flop or yeah. you go back on your word or you yeah. mush together your alliances or whatever it is. I don't know what I'm talking about. Crazy." Crazy, <clears throat> Kelly. What? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm in a few um, state. Yes, and then Rudy. <laughs> I'm in a few state. Rudy's is my favorite. Rudy he goes up. He's up got. Says. I got no questions for you. I just want to tell everyone that I feel really dumb. I don't have nothing to say to these two. I just like to let everybody here know how dumb I feel after the mistake I made yesterday. Okay. Greg, yeah. Um, Greg comes up and in perfect Greg fashion. And I really did like that this was kind of Char- short. As Jeff says, character is character. Yeah. He said, pick a number between one and ten. And Rich chooses seven. And of course, and probably the only smart decision that Kelly made, perhaps. Actually, not really, but she think, went with yeah. three. I think that's a great decision. So yeah. You split I think the difference. Split the, for sure. Yeah. Then I have a long series of notes because guess who's up next? It's Sue. And guess what? She's got a bee in In her her bonnet. This is the most famous speech. It's still talked about on all the survivor um, message boards that I don't visit. Um, She starts off by saying that she doesn't have any questions. Right. She just wants to talk to them or about them. And she starts with Rich. If I could just real quick put this out there. Yeah. In... Sue's mind, she is wearing a white linen suit and standing before a jury of blue-haired southern women fanning themselves with paper fans. Because she treats this... This was the trial from To Kill a Mockingbird. This is the trial from you To Kill a Mockingbird. You are 100% correct. She even said before in, like, in the she, episode, she's like, I'm really excited to go out there and, like... I don't know. She gave some like college athlete is, like we're just, just gonna give it all we got, and then their defense, and then blah blah blah. She's like one hundred and ten percent. I'm there one hundred and ten percent, one hundred and ten percent of the time. Rudy, <sighs> shut up. And so she starts off with Rich. She's like, Rich. Accent. Nobody is ever gonna <laughs> tell you that you're not arrogant and pompous, but I like you. <laughs> but. Your inability to admit your failure at times makes me think that you're a bit of a loser. So she calls him arrogant, pompous, and frank. But frank. And that he and she worked hard. He worked hard. And she gives him credit for work ethic because she says as a truck driver, she appreciates and coming from my work ethic. Background. She appreciates it. <laughs> Which makes but no sense. She says, Your inability to admit failure without a whiny speech. Oh, like that that was so his main good. thing. Which is she has some real gems in here, although being misguided. I think that her speech is great, but morally corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um so that was our main thing to Rich. And then And then course, she goes, Kelly, mm-hmm. you sucked at the rowing challenge. You got beat by a man who doesn't even, a city boy, you, a river guide, got beaten by a city boy. 
who doesn't even know how to swim. <laughs> like, really just digging the knife in that mm-hmm. wound. That was like episode, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> Long and time ago. She says that, you know, she really thought that they were uh, true friends and that they were going to go to the final two together. But then after the merge. You lied to me. Yeah. You're manipulative. Mm-hmm. Which Two-faced. is why you always fail. In life. In life. In life. Not even on the show, but you always fail in life. And you You're always manipulative, will. which is why you always fail in life. And then she went on this thing where she's like, I'm going to hold on to my dignity and my alliance to my family. And I was like, what? You're going to... I just want to... This is about the point where she's like, and I just want to thank... First and foremost, I just want to thank God. She did not say anything <laughs> about God. She said that she had built an alliance with her family. There were a few people I thought were drunk. I thought it was Colleen and I thought I it was Sue. I do think they got a couple people drunk before this. And I think for sure Sue was one of them. Yeah, she Sue and Colleen. She got real hammered. teetery and like yeah. her mouth just went to the side too often. Um, but then she, she says, says. She punctuates this by saying, Kelly, you won't get my vote. And I hope that is the vote that means you do not get the million dollars. Yeah. If I saw you on the street dying of thirst, I would not give you water. Mm-hmm. I would not even look at you. Mm-hmm. I would walk past you and let the vultures <laughs> do what they will. Do what they will. <laughs> Whatever they want to do with you, that's fine with me. And then it's, she addresses the jury and she says, on this <laughs> island and these great spirits. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? She said that uh, there are snakes and there are rats. And Rich is the snake. And he knowingly has always gone after his prey. And Kelly is the rat that just scurried about making things gross. And then she said that. This, in the spirit of this island, mm-hmm. let's do what nature intended. The snake eats the prey and for that reason I implore you members of the jury to vote for the snake yeah man oh man it's really uh grotesque fucking which is a word that we've used before grotesque. in this episode or it's last episode last but episode. this is same night <laughs> closing remarks though which I am happy that they so that you had opening and you had closing remarks yeah. I'm happy that they let them speak again it's a courtroom drama unfortunately man. Kelly fucks it up again. I think she's really working from a very altruistic place and like feeling a lot of feelings. And I'm like, this isn't over. Like she just, she just gave up. She gave up and she didn't want to play anymore. And I felt like she'd given up like when she walked in, honestly, she was very lost. Yeah. This, I, but, but she says, speech from Sue just put um, in the coffin. Basically, She's like, I could say all the shit that Sue has done to me. You know, no one is clean and that that was between us. And I hope you all vote with your conscience. Which is why would you give more airtime or why would you talk more about this ridiculous diatribe? Anyways, because then you see Rich saying, I appreciate that tonight's going to be a hard decision for you guys. And I want to thank you for making that decision. I wouldn't change anything about my gameplay. I hope that you respect that. So he's yeah. leaving them with something like that's that's his he's that's his tagline. That's his with byline. A fucking compliment and saying that he respects them. He's so good at this. He's just so good at this. So we go to the votes. Yes. First vote out of the gate is Jervis. Jervis votes for Kelly. And go then girl. underneath it, it says go girl with a U. Yep. And then I really, really wish that he had been the one to advocate for her. I wish they were able to choose well, their lawyers went, like, in this what, situation. First, right? Yeah, he went first, but like the things so, that, the way that he phrased his message to Kelly and why he voted for Kelly, it was so much more articulate and well like intentioned than she had done for herself. He said that That was the placement of it really bugged me because he went first yeah. and then Sue went last. No, she went fifth. Who went after Oh, him? you're talking about the questions. Questions, Never yeah. mind, yes. I yeah. thought you meant voting. So Jervis went first and then Sue went last for questions. If Sue had gone first and Jervis had gone last, he would have done something completely different and probably yeah, changed sure. everyone's mind and saved I mean, but that's Kelly like from the... She was doing a big dramatic speech, sure. Yeah. But when he goes stupid. to vote, he says that, you know, Sue was a sore loser and in Philly they would call her a, what did he say? He was, like, she was so trife. She was being trife. really trife. Which, what does that mean? 
Trife? Like, we're going to have to go back to 2001 trife? to find what out. What is trife? I think maybe it's he, like maybe someone was... who's trifling is trife. Oh, you're right. You're right. That makes so much more sense, but I didn't know they shortened it. Okay. In 2001, they did. And yeah, and they gave the like a, never a been double hit fist to chest thing and was like, really, really like, I'm really proud of her gameplay and whatever she did, yeah. she did it to get there. And like, I think she was really good. And I was like, yes, Jarvis. He gives almost as long of a speech in the voting cabana mm-hmm. as Sue does, but no one is there to hear it. No, it's I wish so he stood sad. up. Yeah, it was really quite <laughs> eloquent. I liked it. Yeah. Next is Jenna, and she equally has nice things to say, nice and respectful things to say about Kelly, um, whom she votes for. And um, yeah, it was actually kind of sweet. She was like, I'm not taking it personally. Like if the friendship was manufactured or not, I really do believe that she's the best person to win it, etc. Yeah. Besides, I was very Rich distracted. doesn't need the money. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. No, that was Colleen. Never wow. mind. Uh, Three then- is Sean. Yeah, Which I'm not going to talk about because I don't. Sean votes for Rich and says, "Fat naked fag." I swear to God, three times. I don't know. And he says that Kelly know. was way more deceptive and manipulative uh, versus an out and out scoundrel because that's. And Rich was. An I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it, it up. Like but him. there is a difference between a woman with ambition and a dude with ambition. Like that. You mean a man with ambition, me off. Alex? What did I say? You a said woman a and dude. a woman. No, I meant dude. Um. <laughs> so it just fucking pissed me off. We were like, "Oh, she's so sneaky," and I was like, "You've known that Richard was sneaky the entire time." Yeah, but and she was the only one. Damn with it! A guilty I like co- him. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, but there's something about him. I just really like him. With her, I couldn't trust it's her, and dick. I didn't fuck her. So, like, you know. Sean's seen Richard's dick. He I likes fucking, it. I hate that so much. He's into it, dude. I hate that so much. It was the most annoying, and that has happened throughout this entire season with Sean and with other people. They're like, I don't know why I'm voting Mostly for Jenna Sean. or Colleen or this person or that person. That all happened to be women. I just feel like it's their time to go, and I'm just not even looking anywhere else because blah, 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 blah. In later seasons, they do like the boy-girl alliances, and it just really comes to a head. But here, it's very under the surface and much more insidious. But it's just annoying because I also feel like the way that she's catered her argument has been about it's her focusing on the aspects of sort of like communal activity and relationship building that she's done, where she's like, listen, I have actually had these relationships with these people, and they actually (laughs) mean something to me. But yet, the person that's going to win out wins by being someone that they can appreciate for being tactile not tactile um tactical tactical rather thank you and manipulative they're like oh i really appreciate that in him i don't know how much he's touched other people um but yeah that's been really pissing me off anyways um um, colleen votes for kelly uh saying rich doesn't need the money and she is obviously drunk she was slurring her Visibly words and like drunk. sitting and like her arm was on the, the bucket where they put all the <laughs> the She's voting. She's like, listen, Hella, been, I, I love, listen, I'm not even, because I days. love you. I just do. And I'm not even saying that because, you know, but I. But Rich is just such another person <laughs> that I didn't vote for and I just didn't want because, to do and that. For Sue me. votes for Kelly. <laughs> just kidding. She doesn't. <laughs> she votes for Rich. And then Rudy votes for Rich because he said... He said, fulfilling my obligatory... He says, I said it would be an alliance to the end, and this is me fulfilling my obligations. Uh, military men make me so angry. It's just fulfilling his duty, no matter what it is, no matter Last what Last up, it it's Greg, and we're all wondering, what fucking number did he pick? <laughs> <laughs> what number was it? Was it closer to this three the only or was one it that closer we don't to show seven? Because obviously at this point it's tied with Rudy for Rich, Jenna for Kelly, Jervis for Kelly, Sue for Rich, Colleen for Kelly and Sean for Rich. And we have one more vote because there are only seven in the jury and they don't show it. It literally, this game, this 13 episodes and 39 days of people's lives comes down to... One out of 10. One out of 10. Which I fucking love. <laughs> I do too. And then they go back and Jeff's like the final vote. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, let's go. And then he reads all the votes that we've already seen. And it builds a suspense to a point where Jordan and I were hitting each other. <laughs> and yeah. just really annoyed that they were still doing this. Just get to the end. Yeah. Just it's like, we've already seen end. this. We've seen this. And then finally, what's revealed with suspenseful music is that Rich wins Survivor. <laughs> oh. 
can we give out some awards? Can we give out some awards for most likely to fill in the blank? Superlatives. <laughs> most likely to have a shot with Jeff Probst. Oh, that's a good one. Discuss. And I mean sexually. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. I'm with in Kelly s- Wigglesworth. Kelly Wigglesworth. Okay. That's a safe bet. That's a safe bet. I'm safe? just gonna say, Are that's... you joking? She has Tracy at home. <laughs> How safe is that? Very safe. I'm going to say, Sean, you saw them on that boat together. No, I didn't. <laughs> you are such a fucker. No, honestly, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Richard. I think, I think, listen, I think if Jeff Probst was going to fuck a man, it would be Richard. That was not my question, though. I'm saying, I'm answering your question by saying. You are not. You said, if Jeff Probst would fuck a dude, it would be Richard. When I asked who had the best shot with Jeff Probst. And I'm saying Richard. Oh, fuck you. That's not true. That's not true. I'm I'm actually going to go with a Sonia. Uh, she's she was such a good bleeder. Older, she was loving. There'd be a lot to be taught. So much and ukulele. And not taught with a T-A-U. Nope. Loose. Woo! Okay. No, 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 Most likely to be murdered by the tribe. Ooh. Is this anyone ever? Anyone ever. All tribes. BB. Why? Remember when he was doing his BB things? And he was like lifting people up by their... (laughs) Because Joel was like caught in a space and time, much like what we're caught in right now with all like the sexual harassment scandals coming out. I really do think that it wouldn't be Jervis, even though he made the thing about like... chauvinist. I'm not a chauvinist. I'm pretty sure like deep in the woods... Somebody would like just decide to hit him in the back of the head and that blunt force trauma would like kill him and they'll have to bury the body. I'm pretty sure like kind of by accident. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's crazy. Joel can't see anymore. I'm pretty sure he'd be the one to be killed, even if it was by accident. No, I'm I'm now in complete agreement with that. Amazing. Yep. Okay. Most likely to be convicted of a crime post survivor. Now, we kind of know the answer to this because okay, yeah, exactly. Richard was convicted of tax evasion <laughs> after he won the a million dollars. But I feel like there's a certain gestation. There's an amount of time after he won that he wasn't convicted yet. So maybe... I'm going to say Greg. I was just thinking that. For what? For, for public intoxication? Other than his obvious sociopathy. Or incest? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say for uh, public exposure. These are all good things. Yeah. I only imagine him like climbing up a flagpole naked and then yeah. doing something with Completely. the American flag that yeah. was like untoward. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. I didn't come on the show to make friends. This is the final episode of this season of Back to Reality. We want to thank you for listening, if you have been listening. And um, we want to encourage you to continue to do so because we're going to have a few episodes in the off season before we start our season two that are going to be really fun, sort of like one-off things. Yeah, we're just going to do some fun episodes of first seasons of random series. Just fun, like flirty, like... I don't know, like something Listen, with we're like playing the field. It's gonna like be a, like, like a, speed like, like dating, an A line. You, know? you know what I mean? Like an A line skirt. Like just something like like. I like an O line. Mm. I like a Z line. Okay, well. Um, so if you want to keep in touch with us in this off season, or if you please, have like suggestions about what we should do for season two, what series please, that we please please, please email, email us. Wow, jinx! <laughs> you owe me a. a uh, heroin dopamine um, <laughs> at this is b2r at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at this is b2r or you can go to our patreon page and while you're giving us money you can add a comment and say here's what you should do but it's patreon slash this is b2r uh, also like us on facebook we don't have one of those so don't do that Facebook is yesterday we're on kick for sure forever <laughs> only on Twitch uh, follow us on Twitch which we don't have uh, seriously though just go on to iTunes leave a uh, review yeah now that you us. have the whole season let us know what yeah. you think like I know that we got better after episode 3 and then also episode 7 so like let us know how we've done <laughs> um, 
preferably <laughs> using five stars and then having your comments below. Uh-huh. Um, that would be great. Yeah. And uh, let us know and keep in touch. And thank you so much for listening. If you've been listening to JP this entire time. Um, thank you to JP. Thank you, you know to, who you are. Yeah, thank you to Langston. You know who you are. Um, thank you to Toby. I don't know who you are. It's my who, dog. Who can never be sure? <laughs> Ooh.